Sean Dizzle. Mikey Hizzle. Episode 201. Yay. And Get the crazy. Goes wild. Oh, man. doing it you know we're keeping it going and it feels good i'm really happy about it to be honest with you <clears throat> i don't think i've committed to anything this long <laughs> i mean you've been married so I, I mean yeah besides that shit everybody's married these days basically i guess i don't know what does that mean uh, <laughs> <laughs> I stopped myself from saying the rest of what I was going to say. Okay, good. <laughs> Just in case the wife listens to this one. Love you a long time. Oh, so long. <laughs> Happy recording day. Hey, man. Happy recording day to you as well. Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. It is freaking cold as balls outside. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I was, uh, I'm not complaining. I'll take it over the heat anytime. I can put clothes on, but I can't get cool. <laughs> you got that extra blubber that holds in the heat? I guess so, man. You know what or, I'm saying, though? It's a lot easier to get warm than it is to get cooled off. I, I agree 100%. And I say I've got enough insulation. It just holds it all in, man. I can't stand it. That's why I've been trying to lose it because I, I feel like a fat bastard. I ate the baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. I can't stand it. Dude, and then, you know, sometimes the wife gets in her moods where she, I don't know, it's the weirdest thing. Days where she should be cold, she's hot, and days where she should be hot, she's too cold. And I don't know what the heck is going on with her, her hormones, but it's always backwards. So sun would be shining and she'd be like rushing out the house without a coat on and it's like dude it's freezing outside you know so she ran out the other day in some flip-flops and i'm like it is literally 40 degrees outside <laughs> and you're wearing flip-flops and later on you're going to be complaining that you're cold yeah so sometimes she'll actually open up the window and say, our bedroom just gets too hot. It's never consistent. <laughs> like, uh, there's a ceiling fan here. Can we just use that? Or do we really have to? So I just walk in the room. She's sawing logs. I'll just close the window. Keeps you on your toes, bro. Yeah, I guess. My thing is just get naked. What's the big deal? You're too hot. Take off some layers. <laughs> and then I'll Bow, warm you up when you're cold again. <laughs> Come on over here, girl. My body is a wonderland. <laughs> okay, John Mayer. My body is a wonderland. That's off key. 
My body is a wonderland. Yeah, yeah. That's still off key. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so guess what I did the other night? <clears throat> what did you do? I watched the Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints. Have you ever seen isn't it? Isn't that with uh isn't that with uh what's that boring guy's name? Don't name names, bro. I ain't gonna know. Um, yeah, okay, it's that guy I'm thinking of, but I can't remember his name either right now. That boring guy. Yeah, uh, Mark Wahlberg, wasn't he in it? No. Boondock Saints. Now you're going to make me look it up, damn it. So clearly you've never seen it. I have. Anyway, I uh, watched that 19- again. 1999, it's not even a Christmas movie. No, it's oh, not. Oh, no. This is not the movie I'm thinking of. Sorry. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm thinking of Four Brothers. Oh. And he probably wasn't even in that. I'm probably still wrong. I don't know. <clears throat> but I watched Boondock Saints, and... Uh, yeah. I like the movies, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's my I, I story. Right. I, you haven't seen it, so there's really no point in continuing the conversation. No, I have seen it. Stop it. I have guns and violence, gang stuff. Shepherd, please shall be. I don't remember it for though. Thee, to be honest Lord, with you. Thee. Anyway, you enjoyed it. Yeah, there's something about good bad guys. That kill the bad guys. It's like the Punisher. Or it's just like, like Four Brothers. The vigilante kind of shit, you know? Sure. Yeah. I think deep down inside I'd want to do it. You want to be a bad guy? I want to be a good bad guy. A good bad guy. Where it's like, yo, you pimping out these hoes and molesting these kids. I'm a cap your ass. Damn. It's harsh. Yeah. They, they mean, yeah. What do you think about cap, capital blue? Capital punishment. Eye for an eye. Uh, you steal, we chop off your hand. Um, I'm for it. Go for it, man. You murder, you die. You murder, you die. Let's do it. Yes, 100%. Right? Yeah, but we're Christians. Not? That's not that's not supposed to be what we're like all for. I don't know. I mean, God did tell. Um, Are you about to go OT right now, though? Yeah, he See, did tell don't Moses. Even matter. Just go on and kill them all, and uh, he couldn't handle it. He told Joshua, "Go on and kill them all. Here's the promised land. Just go wipe them all out." He didn't do it. Told Saul the same thing, King Saul, first king of Israel, second king of Israel. He says, hey, look, kill them all. Women, children, animals, everything. Slaughterhouse. Yeah. That's the God we serve. Same yesterday, today, and forever. Is it, though? Because then Jesus came. (laughs) And then there was the New Testament. And it's all about grace and forgiveness and turning the cheek. And Nobody reads that stuff. Come on. If they read it, they'd actually be loving each other. If people actually read the Bible and practiced it, Christians wouldn't have such a shitty fucking name. Correct. I don't know. I was talking Correct with... Uh, it may have been the press the other day about capital punishment. And it got me thinking, like, that'd be a good topic for the podcast because I just am innately like, yeah, if you steal, stealing's kind of whatever. Okay, so you have to repay the amount, sure. But, like, if you kill somebody or, I mean, let's get super dark. Like, if you molest a little child, like... You should have some shit done to you. You shouldn't go sit in jail for 12 years while you get three hots in a cot (coughs) and can go to school. (laughs) 
and he'll get your law degree. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> set up your own appeal. That doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> well, they don't get the right to vote. <clears throat> I thought they did. Mm-mm. Nope. Felons can't vote. Oh, felons. Well, I, everything that you just named was a felony, so I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, in context. True. Sorry. <laughs> in context, felons can't vote. Anyway, I'm very that way, and I'm like, man, that's super old school, like eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth kind of thing. And then Jesus came and was like, yeah, if someone punches you, offer up the other side of your face. <laughs> Like, right. It's about forgiveness and grace and you just getting the shit kicked out of you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ugh, I don't really want to do that, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and at the same time, he uh, uh, turned over tables and pissed and in the devil's <laughs> cereal. <laughs> he did that. Yeah. You have to decipher the Bible, but it says that. I, yeah. I I think I read the same thing. I was reading it in Greek. It was a rough translation. When he's in the desert, mm-hmm. and he's like, man, you're hungry. Just eat this bread. Yeah. Satan was holding a bowl of Cheerios at that time. Mm. And the son of man, or God, whipped mm-hmm. his big Jesus pee-pee out. <laughs> oh, and it God, was a perfect arch straight into the cereal. And the devil was like, I'm out of here, bro. That's... That's jacked up. Did he curve to the left or to the right? I wasn't there. It didn't say. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to hell now. (laughs) I'm helping, which is not good. No, I don't think. Uh, Hopefully Jesus is up there like, dude, that's kind of creative. That's funny. Oh, yeah. He's got a great sense of humor. He's laughing. Or he's shining up a nice white blue lightning bolt to just cast down upon my head because again it's eye for an eye bitch hey if that happens i'm finishing this podcast in honor of you thanks if that yeah. happens i'm gonna be like yo michael was there too <laughs> <laughs> he's still down there talking about it go get that bastard all right yeah Oh, that's great. I mean, I ain't um, no snitch, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, snitches be getting stitches, <clears throat> bruh. You said you wanted to be a gangster, so here you go. I don't want to be a gangster. You, know, you, you said a good, bad guy. That's what a gangster is, right? Most of the time, sometimes. <sighs> I mean, I mean, what do you think? Could you be a good, I, bad man, guy? I, I say kill him. Oh. I'm <laughs> switching it up. <laughs> uh yeah, like I really wouldn't mind being like, you know, old school Bruce Lee. Like, do you think you could do it though? And not um, like, oh yeah, bro, I could do it. You know, you got big balls right now. I'm saying like, when rubber met the road, I'm not a hundred percent sure I could do it. I don't know, man. I think you could, and I think I could do. I could too. Giving my love for guns and violence, I, I think, I think um, we're all, you know, given the right situation, we'd hit that tipping point very easily. And uh, when it came down to defending what's right, shit, I got a pistol right in front of me right now, man. Six in the clip and one in the hole. I got six in the clip and one in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh regulators oh, man. mount up yeah i i think i i think uh it's it's more than possible you just to... threw me off my question oh so here's the other the the other part of this Wait. though Wait, the song says 16 in the clip and one in the hole. I do know the song. For those who are yelling at me right now, it's not six in the clip, one in the hole. I've got six in my clip and one in the hole. But um, in Regulators, the song, 
There was six seen in the clip and one in the cold. One in the hole. You don't know and what the bodies, <laughs> And the bodies were about to turn cold. Regulators, the song? Yeah, I know. You're just... You keep saying words wrong. And <laughs> oh, <laughs> no one cares. I'm, tri- I'm, I'm tripping over my tongue. That's okay. Anyway, your question, please, sir. So let's say you're a bad guy and I kill you because mm-hmm. you did a bad thing. Now I'm mm-hmm. a murderer, too. Yeah, no better. So when does it stop? When everyone is dead. So then someone else should kill me because I'm a murderer, but I did it because he was a real bad guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of my sons would come and find you and avenge my death by killing you. And then my dog <clears throat> would strap would- on a little gun pack. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to finish that. That's so stupid. It was. But, uh, I mean, to your point, though, I, like I said, I, it's possible. I, I could probably do it, depending on the neighborhood I'm living in and how much violence there is. Um, and I think that we all innately have that level of aggression, albeit lying dormant within us. It's still there. You know, we've gotten so lazy as a society, man. And men are just the worst these days. A lot of men. Oh, a lot of men are just pansies these days. There's no aggression, no, no oomph to them, no bass to their voice. It's just. Ugh. You know how many dudes I shake their hands and they give me the 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 fish hand. <laughs> yeah, you know, or some dude. You know, I hear a lot of times. Uh, I'm not well, gonna not lie; much. I've done that a couple times. Like, I don't know why it happened. Yeah, and then I walked away like, oh, <laughs> that guy is judging me right now, and you know what? He should. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rightfully so. And then I'm um, like, what the fuck, hand? What you... That was your yeah, chance. Man. Yeah. I mean, we just lack a lot of aggression, man. A lot of men these days lack the aggression that they need just to be men. They got low T or something. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't get it, but. Low T and high T. <laughs> I mean, think about it, though. I mean, back in the day, man, well, for centuries, right, men had to hunt. They had to kill to eat. They had to build. They had to get dirty. Exactly. Now we sit behind computers and crunch numbers and write with pencils that are too small. (laughs) I don't know why why I said that. Golf pencils? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The only pencil you use is a golf pencil. It's environmentally friendly because there's less lead being used. Oh, we need a little bit of lead. Trust me. Um, I don't know, man. People are just soft these days. How much, though, do you think technology and the ease of convenience, especially in America, has played a part in that? A major part. I mean, think about like I don't need to know hardly anything about my vehicle because I take it to people who do. Like my grandparents, that was sort of foreign to them. I mean, yeah, they had auto bodies and car people, but like for the most Uh, part, you know, oh man, my brakes are went out. I got to change them this weekend. They didn't go get it done. They jacked that shit up, and they fucking bought the pads, and they did it. Yeah. And they knew how, because their father showed them how. Of course. Of course. I Um, mean, obviously, that's not everyone, but I mean, I I think it was more prevalent. Hell, 40, 50, 60 years ago. Sure. You know, and I suppose 
I mean, we could bring a little balance to the conversation. It's not all bad and weak and low T. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, we've been at war as a country for the last 20 years, believe it or not. <laughs> so um, there's a lot of people that have died, but a lot of men that have come back and, you know, they've had, you know, shell shock just from all the shit that they had to see and do. Yeah. Uh, and of course, you know, they get mad respect. Uh, but I, I mean, Hey, if the only thing you know how to do is write a check, you, you might be in trouble. Um, you gotta, you gotta know how to do something, man. Do something with your hands besides play video games. I don't write checks. I use Venmo. Well, that works too. <laughs> I don't know. I just always, I, I admire guys that, that are like my dad, that, that just have a lot of mental toughness and physical brute strength, toughness about them. You know, that, that's, that's a turn on for me, man. Well, like, so here's the thing. This happened to me just today. <clears throat> I just wasn't feeling it. I didn't want to work. Granted, I work for myself, so if I don't want to work, I don't necessarily have to. It just pushes me back, and then I'll have to work more later. But at the end of the day, I mean, you know, I I don't punch a clock. I don't work for somebody else, really. I mean, I have clients, but, like, you know what I'm saying? I do. And it was a struggle for me today, and... hell like (laughs) how many people get up and like they don't have that luxury where it's like Mm -hmm. i don't give a fuck how you feel bitch you put your goddamn pants on you take your lunch pill to work and you fucking work those were the days yeah man yeah for sure i don't know if that makes me a part of the douchebags we're talking about but (laughs) i guess it does well you know to your question earlier you said do you think that technology uh has anything to do with it and i think it does number one but the first thing that comes to mind is that movie wally wally do you remember that um the whole point of them sending robots back to earth was to try to find you know, life, some green plants that will clean up the atmosphere and essentially get them out of their spaceships or whatever that they were living in out there. And you remember all the people. Was that the movie where they were fat and like... (laughs) They were all fat. (laughs) Technology did everything for them. Yeah. They just kind of floated around in these little hovercrafts. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) They're all fat and lazy got screens in front of their face all day <clears throat> yeah uh, they don't they don't know how to walk you know you got whole generations of people that never walked before <laughs> they've never exited their pods that's what i think about and um unfortunately <laughs> we could be headed in that same direction you know maybe not that drastic but i mean technology is making people lazy I mean, when was the last time you called somebody, you dialed their phone number? How many phone numbers do you even remember? How lost will you be without your fucking phone? Super. <laughs> you know? It's like it's like your life. It is. Um, before Micah got a phone, uh, we would practice the numbers uh, to our cell phones. Um, on the way back to Lansing. That's what we would do. Like, okay, buddy, what's daddy's phone number? <laughs> you know, 313, da-da-da-da-da. And, and, you know, we'd, we'd make a game out of it. What's mommy's phone number? So, um, because it's, it's just essential. You know, what's daddy's address? What's mommy's address? You know, how do you do this? How do you do that? Just to get him, 
I wanted to get him trained to memorize phone numbers before he got a phone. You know, the same way that we had to do. I remember walking around with a little mini phone book that was like the size of a credit card. <laughs> and I had all the important phone numbers in there. Way before oh, cell phones. Oh, man, do you remember that? Like, <clears throat> even in your house, you had a phone, like a book. phone book. Yeah. Imagine that. With all of your family and friends in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dude, I was sending so, a package to my mom for the Christmas times. Yeah. For the celebration of the fat man with the gifts and the birth of our Jesus baby. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, is there a phone number associated to this package just in case anything happens? And I was like, yeah, it's, uh, uh, <laughs> hang on, let me get my phone out. <laughs> but do you know when I was like 15 to 20, I would have been like, yeah, it's blah, 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 blah. Exactly. Yeah. hundred percent. Because now nope. I just touch my phone, it reads my face and opens, and I go to calls, or I tell, uh, I'm not going to say the name, but you know the name for Apple, mm-hmm. and she's like, do you mean blah, blah, blah? And you're like, yes, right. that's what I said, gah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it exactly. Um. Sure. So for the last few weeks, I I talked about, you know, getting the chimney swept. At least I think I did. And so we've been having fires in the fireplace, you know, several times a week. Not every day, but pretty damn close. We've gone through a lot of wood. But some of this wood (laughs) that I get from the store is, uh, you know, they just didn't they didn't split it down far enough. So I've got this eight pound mall and I've been, you made fun of me for it a couple of weeks ago, but, uh, I've been chopping wood outside, you know, and just trying to get it smaller pieces so that we can have a nice longer fire and, and stretch it out for the night. Like today, I, I you know, the wife was talking about, she was cold. She was like, is that, is that chimney still open? I'm like, yeah, it's still open. Right, I'm leaving it open because we've been having fires every freaking night. And when we're done with the fire, I'm not sticking my hand in there to touch the hot metal, obviously. Right. So the next day, yes, the flue is open. Um, so she ran to the grocery store, and I was like, "Well, I ain't gonna listen to this shit all night. Let me just go ahead and start a fire." So I don't know. I probably started a fire around five o'clock today. You know, dinner time. And it's a quarter to 11 right now, my time. And the fire is still going. You know. uh, Anyway, my point is that I've been chopping a bunch of wood. And I've, I've since been wearing gloves because I've cut my hand up so much. And still, the other day, I was chopping up some wood. And, um... I decided to pull out my circular saw. <laughs> so <I'm>, uh, <laughs> you're so silly. Sean farted, y'all. <laughs> if y'all didn't hear it, I heard Man, it. No, I heard that. Um, I, I had the circular saw going, <clears throat> and I was just, you know, cutting some lines into this big chunk of wood. So that it, when I hit it with the mall, it would split a little bit easier. Right. And that bitch kicked back on me, man, and, and hit my knuckles and just cut me open through my gloves. And I was like, bitch, I know I'm going to be bleeding. Sure as shit. I take the glove off and my hand is all bloody because the saw kicked back. And I was so pissed off. But at the same time. I felt like Tim Allen. Oh, 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 real man, battle scars. <laughs> I don't need no band-aid. You know? Yeah, I didn't put a band-aid on it. Not until the next day, but... That's why I got uh, infected. 
<laughs> so <laughs> the wife, we're we're sitting down watching uh, Christmas Vacation tonight. Oh, with, uh, I still Jamie need Chase. to watch that. Oh my god, it's such a good movie. I haven't movie. seen it this year. It's so funny. So <laughs> she was like, "I think I had a nosebleed last night." I said, "Oh yeah, why is that?" She's like, "I woke up this morning. And there was just blood on my pillow and on the sheets." And I was like, "Nope, this is my blood. You're okay." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Oh my god, how many times are you gonna hurt yourself?" I don't know. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna see if I can get cuts on every single knuckle. And it's not like I'm really trying to hurt myself. It's it just happens. Yeah, I still I still have all my fingers and toes. I'll be all right. So, we just got to be tougher, man. We really do. And if that means that we need to start killing each other, then so be it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Only the weak will die. Uh, Obviously, I'm kidding. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. But think about it, man. 80s, 90s. That's when all the badass guys, all the movies came out, right? They're all badasses. Like Die Hard. How awesome is Die Hard? I mean, I'm over it, but yeah, I get you. I get you. Ugh, never over it. Die Hard, 342. No, I'm talking about the first Die Hard, you know? They shoot out the windows and he has to walk across the glass barefoot like a man. (laughs) (laughs) That's just hot, man. Yeah. Or like, get your nips hard. uh, Yeah, just a little bit. Or uh, Dalton from uh, Roadhouse. I never watched that. Oh my God. How have you never seen Roadhouse? Dude, I have you, seen it, it. I've never, like, watched it. If that makes sense? Yeah, no, it makes sense. And you have to watch it. Because the Sways is the man. Small, small guy. He wasn't even all that buff or anything like that. He was fit. But nobody could take him down. He was a badass. No steroids like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Just a get down, just a badass. <laughs> get down again. <laughs> we got to be tougher, like those guys, man. Those are our role models, right there for toughness. But they're not anymore, man. <clears throat> the man's supposed to be sensitive and wear skinny jeans. Yeah, or even just regular jeans, but I don't know, man. It's just so different, even from when I was a teenager, which we're talking, what, 17 years ago? Maybe a little less. I can't do math. Sure. Sure. But, I I mean, I get it, because I grew up, you know, that was still a thing. I mean, that's, that's, I guess the, the, the funny part is this whole, as you put it in the beginning, pansy or pussy or whatever you said, like men thing is kind of become just a thing within the last 10 to what, 15 years, I would say. Sure, probably last 20. I mean, and I don't think it's all bad, but I do. How should I say this? I don't know. I think it's it's kind of sad that, you know, in a way, men don't know how to be men right now because of the bad uh womanizing you know like wife beater 
I have power over you and you're below me. We're not equal. Like, make my dinner, have my babies, go shopping, bake a cake. You know. <clears throat> I, I, all those things just sound normal to me. Well, yeah, because that's what you grew <laughs> up in. <laughs> but do you agree with them? Yeah. So you do? <laughs> huh? What? What? I said, nah. Oh. Like, I, I you know, oh. if, if a woman wants to go work construction or... Sure. Whatever, which I, I know that's a low blow because that's not the issue. The issue is, like... No. Women's equality in workplaces of, like, why can't I be the CEO? Because I have boobs? I think that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah I, I don't have a problem with any of that stuff right there. Not at all. But I don't think that's the reason why men are soft, though. Well, here's my, I think, where I want to go with what I'm trying okay. to say here. Let's see if I can articulate it. Is You can do it. Like, the pendulum has swung so heavy to men suck, and we can do exactly what you do, and we require that equality now and we're going to fight for it so now men are afraid because of stuff like the me too movement where it's like do i have to ask to kiss you like there used to be like this whole thing of like come here baby right like i'm gonna grab you like ooh, i can't i'm just gonna take you right now baby I want you so bad. Like, I, I hope that we can find some middle ground now of like, yeah, if, if she doesn't want that, you speak up and then he stops. Mm. Rather than, well, he wanted it and he's stronger and more powerful and has more money. So I just let it happen. I mean, no, that's, that's sad. You know what I'm saying? But now what we're having is the guys are turning more, I don't know, soft, I guess, because it's like, I don't know. Can I grab your hand or are you going to fucking tweet out that I sexually harassed you because I wanted to hold your hand on the first date? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And that's absurd sounding because it is absurd sounding, but that's the things that are happening right now. So I can honestly see why a lot of guys are like, I don't know. You tell me. I'll just sit here with my friggin' hard penis and just wait for you to give me permission. When deep down, maybe the woman just really wants to be taken. I don't know. Not a woman. But like, can we find middle ground here? (laughs) Why does it have to be like all men suck and we're chauvinistic pigs and, you know, I feel bad for, like, Micah's generation, bro, and Mac's generation, like, growing up. Because, I mean, luckily they have you for a father who chops wood and hurts his hand and then it's like, I'm just going to bleed my glove until I finish the job. It's all good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to put idiot. a Band-Aid. I'm going to sleep in the bed. If I get I'm blood on the sheets, so what? I can wash it out. <laughs> well, it sounded like a compliment at first, but then... Just as long as you're not like, <laughs> bitch, wash my sheets. <laughs> never, never, never. You know what I'm saying? Does any of that make sense? It, yeah, it makes sense. I think that it definitely sense. plays a part into the masculinity dropping... But then you you also have, sorry, like these uh, online things where you can like get a month to month or whatever. And it's like you pick the things you're interested in and they send you like a whiskey thing one month and then they'll send you like hunting knives the next month and then they'll send you like ties the next month. And it's like all manly shit. But like how many men... Do you think own a weapon of any type? Uh, like I don't in know. 
in the younger generations? Yeah, probably not many. Um, I, I, I don't know the number, obviously, but I could probably venture to say it's a hell of a lot less today than it was, you know, 40 years ago. Well, I would agree with you not knowing any statistics on that, so I could very well be wrong, but yeah. just with living through and seeing and hearing the things that are going on, I just I can't imagine that, you know, the same skinny jean wearing freaking old ass cowboy hat that he wears ironically you know (laughs) lives in his mom's basement has like a fucking machete or a pocket knife sure yeah it's probably going to be rare to find it these days um yeah I, i i think part of your point is that men have become a lot more passive and I would agree that, you know, some of those reasons are probably, definitely, possibly, you know, reasons why. Uh, we obviously do not cultivate uh, men the way that used to be done, you know, when we were much younger, being cultivated ourselves or even the generation before us. And so, therefore, we need programs like you were just talking about, stuff to kind of remind you, oh, yeah, these are things that, you know, common, these are things that are common to men. Like, yeah, this, having this knife is really a cool thing. You should join this program. We'll send you some knives. You know, hey, uh, men used to smoke cigars all the time. So here you go. As part of this program, we'll send you five cigars. Try them out. See what you like. Um, <laughs> this I, is I, I fire. It should make your <laughs> dick hard. <laughs> You're going to love how I, it smells. Yeah, I, I think it's very obvious that if you just look at the trends of society right now, the things that are being pushed, they're being pushed like this for a reason. Because it's missing. They're providing something that's missing to men. I mean, think about all the commercials that are just like, forget that dove care for men. Here's tree bark. You should shower with this. (laughs) (laughs) I believe back in the day, men had a smell to them. It It was seductive and attractive to women. Like, this was a real man. He had a beard. He had a, uh, you know, he had dirt under his nails. I don't know. I, I think we're we're kind of being a bit super superficial about it. But I think the point still stands. Well, we are. Um, there's, there's, there's a loss of masculinity, aggression. Uh, <laughs> we're also ass- two ass- men talking about this, so. <laughs> yeah, assertiveness. And, and we're not bringing in any female's opinion at all, so. This is just two dudes talking, for sure. Well, maybe we should, um, and maybe we shouldn't. I don't know. Because I, I will say this, like, and this is me, a man, saying this, so hopefully I'm not mansplaining, but if I am, don't fucking listen. I don't know what to tell you. This is my thought. <laughs> Judge me if you want. <clears throat> Fuck you. I don't care. But, like, I do think... Some of what's happened very recently is a good thing for women and men because I don't agree with a lot of the shit that women have gone through and go through, you know? Right. Sure. I don't there agree should with be either. equal pay and equal opportunity. And if you can't Agreed. hack it at the end of the day, I don't care if you got a vagina or a ball sack, you don't hack it. What does it matter? Yeah. It shouldn't matter. I don't know why it yeah. does matter. <laughs> so, yeah, that's good that the, that's changing. I hope mm-hmm. that it's changing. I'd say it is. So it's getting a lot better, sure. Maybe we're just in this 
pendulum swing, for lack of a better term right now, and it's just swinging all the way that way, and we're eventually going to come back somewhere to center, and it's for the better of all humanity. I mean, that's my hope. Yeah. I I remember uh, going out camping with a bunch of dudes from church, and we all kind of did this devotional together from this book called Wild at Heart. I don't remember the author, but I do remember the name of the book was Wild at Heart. And it was all about exactly what we're talking about, you know, um, giving men the freedom to to be wild at heart, to, to recapture their masculinity. Um, and it didn't go into a bunch of detail of, as to reasons why. It definitely didn't, like, you know, point out women or anything like that. But uh, it was just a very pro-masculinity book. John Eldridge. That's his name, John Eldridge. Very good. Um, it's, it's, it actually is a really good book. I've read it. And I'm pretty sure I still you know, own it. I know I do. It's behind me somewhere. Uh, we we have to recapture it because there's a there's a strength to masculinity that that is necessary. Like I believe that every individual should be assertive. I believe that both men and women need to be assertive. To your point earlier, women need to be able to be assertive enough to say, yes, this is what I want. No, I don't want this. Touch me here. Don't touch me here. You know, touch me. Don't touch me. You know, whatever. Kiss me. Don't kiss me. Not just that, but no, I'm not cooking today. I don't want to. I don't feel like it. You're welcome to cook if you want it, or we can go eat out. Like that assertiveness, I think, is necessary and would uh, eliminate a lot of um, stresses on relationships, if you will, if both parties were just assertive. Uh, and, and just like I can easily say that for women, I can just as easily say it for men. You know, uh, no, I'm, I'm not going to do this. I don't want to do that. You know, this is what I want. And and not be afraid of, you know, oh, I'm not going to get any tonight because I said no, or I'm not going to, <laughs> you know, you know, stupid shit like that. Uh, and that's just one example. I'm not saying that that's always the reason or anything. Uh, men need to be just as assertive. And if you will be assertive. Uh, there's a certain level of respect that comes with that because you, your assertiveness speaks to you being an individual that's confident and a person that has self-worth and self-value. To me, that's what assertiveness communicates. A lack of assertiveness communicates to me a lack of self-value and a lack of self-worth, a, a certain level of insecurity that's a bit unhealthy. And that's just my counseling background talking, but also life experience and fuck it, my damn opinion. I've not read that in a book, but I should write it in one. Um, we need to be go-getters. We need to be assertive enough to know what we want and go get what we want. And it'll cut out a hell of a lot of drama and a lot of uh, frustration. I, I did read in the book one day that the the root of offenses are unmet expectations. Well, if you expect a certain thing, you don't get it. Offense can set in very easily. But the book doesn't go as far as to say what's the root of the unmet expectations. And I would argue that the root of unmet expectations is a lack of assertiveness and a lack of communicating what it is that you want and what you need. Yep. Um, 
So you're not going to be assertive if you don't think that you're worth getting the thing that you want. Or again, if you don't communicate the expectation that you have. Like, yeah. Ain't no one reading it? your mind. Exactly. Exactly. No one can read your mind. I totally but, agree, man. But you're not going to communicate what you want if you're not confident that you're going to get it. So I've had to learn that just in friendship relationship. Oh, yeah. You know? It definitely transcends marriage. It goes way beyond a marriage. It, 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 it applies to every interaction that we have with other people, period. We're all relational be- beings, and therefore we have needs that can only be met by other people. Obviously, we have needs that we can meet on our own, but every one of us have needs within us, some needs within us that can only be met by other people. And it takes a very healthy person to be able to realize that. If you don't realize that, you start shutting people out, start isolating yourself. And that's how incels are born. Uh, you want to avoid being an incel be assertive get some confidence about you be assertive be be assertive (laughs) speaking of manhood uh, and masculinity Tiny Lister died yes that guy I don't know (laughs) But I do. Deep, Debo, baby. <laughs> what you got on my forty, homie? Man, Debo, I ain't got nothing, man. Say you got something. Let me check them pockets. <laughs> man, Debo, leave me alone. I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing. What's up on that chain? <laughs> man, my grandmama gave me that chain. What chain? <laughs> Debo. Man, run that shit. I was like, man, I let Debo borrow my bike last week. Oh, oh, look out. Here he come. Here he come. Man, Debo, when you gonna give him back his bike? What bike? <laughs> <laughs> Love that guy, man. I loved him in every movie he was in. It was awesome. Dead at 62. Sad story. COVID. He did have COVID. But apparently, I don't know, I was reading something on CNN, I think it was, that he did recover. Yeah, it says that... Actor and wrestler Thomas Lister Jr., also known as Tiny, was found dead in his home uh, Thursday after experiencing COVID-19 symptoms, his manager told CNN. But then, I don't know, there's some other articles that say that he died of natural causes, whatever those causes were. But nothing has been. Uh, let's see. Ba, 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 ba. According to Deputy Grace Madrano of Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department, Mr. Lister's death appears to be of natural causes, but will ultimately be determined by the Office of the Medical Examiner Coroner. Why is it taking so long? Who knows? I I, I want to know what his natural causes were if it wasn't COVID. I mean, because the dude was the dude was a beast. Um, but either way, once again, another terrible loss. <clears throat> they just keep coming. Yes, sir. 
It don't seem to be stopping. People are dropping like flies. So, um, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Yes, it is. So now you remember who he is. Do you remember some of the movies that he was in? Well, not really. One of my favorites was Fifth Element. We've talked about that before. I love Bruce Willis. Mm -hmm. Did you see Fifth Element? No. I don't think you did. All right. I don't want to hear shit else about Boondock Saints, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) Not until you see Fifth Element. (laughs) Die Hard. Watch Die Hard, the, the first one again. And many more. You got a lot to catch up on. I do. My pop culture is lacking. Yeah. Man up. Come on. Get some masculinity. From your old ass generation. (laughs) 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 Uh, When the first Die Hard come out, I was probably not even born. No. Don't say that. Make me look it up. 1988. You were... Two. You were born. Huh? Yeah, you were two. You were born, though. You were here. So you're trying to give me shit for not watching, like, not seeing Die Hard until later in life. (laughs) (laughs) Growing up in a Christian home. Oh, this is a good Christmas, Christmas movie, though. You know that shit's rated R. It sure is. It sure is. But rated R back then, they didn't even swear. I was Not two, real. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have seen it. I'm just saying. You want to give me shit? I haven't seen all of them. Definitely not. Oh, it's all good. It's a great movie. Anyway, uh, yeah. It's all good. Let's get out of here, brah. Yeah. Rest in peace, Tiny. And um, for the rest of you, be assertive. (laughs) Just going to say it a lot worse than that. (laughs) So let's just leave it at the nice way that I just said it. Do some man crap. (laughs) Shower with some tree bark. Sleep outside in your yard. I don't care how cold it is. While you're smoking a cigar. (laughs) Sharpening your Bowie knife. (laughs) Peeing in the snow. (laughs) (laughs) Making a Mountain Dew snow cone. Yep. (laughs) While pulling back a bow (laughs) to shoot a deer. And chopping wood. (laughs) And chopping wood. With your feet. Man stuff. Watching Die Hard on your cell phone. <laughs> oh, shit. Unchurchedpodcast.show. Drinking the blood Check of a squirrel. <laughs> Making little squirrel gloves out of their skin. Oh, you see my Instagram of that duck? I ain't been on Instagram. Oh. Well, I I, uh, smoked a duck with some hickory. It was amazing. Oh, you snapped me. Oh, okay. That's what I did. All right. Well, what I didn't show was that while the duck was was smoking on the smoker, I ate the heart, the liver, and the gizzards. I sauteed it up with some onions and spinach and oil. Oh, it was so good. I cooked it to perfection, too. There was still just enough pink left in all the organ meats. And I just, God, I felt so manly. It was great. You want to be a man, eat a heart. This will be our last podcast. Um... (laughs) So don't even bother 
following us anywhere, <laughs> send your emails to Michael at unchurchpodcast.show. Yeah. And we love you a long time. So long. We love you. Peace. <laughs>